Welcome to the Marn Report. What's up, Fort Stewart? This is Jenny. I'm here with Em from ACS. This is part two of our ACS PCS podcast series. Uh, Em, would you introduce yourself and tell us about your program? So I'm Emmeline Hastings. I am from Army Community Services. I am the new Employment Readiness Program Specialist for Fort Stewart. I'm housed over at Building 4973, the Soldier and Family Assistance Center. Our mission is to make sure everyone from active duty that are transitioning out, veterans, military spouses, they have every Everything they need in order to get a new job. Basically, we help you with resume writing, interview skills, how to go ahead and write a federal resume, how to navigate the USA Jobs website, anything you need in that respect. We work in conjunction with a lot of the other programs here on, on Fort Stewart and over at uh, Hunter Army uh, Airfield, with, such as the Transition Assistance Program, the USO Pathways, the Vocational and uh, Rehabilitation Employment with the the VA, pretty much anything that has to do with employment, we can help you with. That's really great. Uh, so you mentioned USA Jobs and yes. helping with federal resumes, mm-hmm. but you don't just do federal jobs, am I correct? We also help with civilian resumes as well. Civilian resumes and federal resumes are two different animals. So if you hand in one for the other, it doesn't always work. It's kind of putting a square peg into a round hole. It okay. doesn't always work. So what we do is help you differentiate. And then if you're looking for a civilian job, we actually do work in partnership with the Department of Labor of Georgia. So let's say, now I came from Texas, so if you're trying to go back to Texas, I have connections there too if you need something like that, but that's what we can do. Yeah. That's really great. The last time I looked on Indeed and Department of Labor and all that, for Long, Liberty, Bryan, and Chatham County, there are over 38,000 jobs available. Many of them are very military friendly. Many of them are still looking for military spouses because a lot of them know our military spouses are here for a few years. When military spouses go out there and they get these jobs, they are building their resumes. They're building job experience. They can work their way up to management or if they're at the management level, work their way up into a different uh, different position within the company. So what I want to encourage is a lot of the spouses, especially the spouses, to get out there, start at whatever level they want you to start at, just start something. Yeah. And then work your way up to promotion because you gain so much job experience. You'll be set out there for different companies as well. So what I hear you saying is start with the minimum wage and work your way up. That's all you have to do. It's not unusual at all. Even in the federal system, it's the same way. I'm a product of that. I started a GS-5 and I worked my way up. I'm a GS-11 now. Oh, wow. So now... Did it take a while? Of course it did, but I also gained more experience, gained leadership training, everything that is needed to be in in a higher position. So you work your way up that way and also pay grade-wise. So a lot of people are worried about that and benefits. Now that's for civilian and federal jobs. You gain benefits off of it. Well, I have noticed recently (laughs) even Walmart, McDonald's, they are all offering big-time benefits. Oh, yes. Uh, Walmart and McDonald's are offering college money, tuition payments. From what I remember, even the commissary sometimes has scholarship positions out there. So if you actually just go ahead and look and see what's out there, they're there to take advantage of. I do remember that with Walmart, aside from the benefits, the education, and so on, they help for pay for all of that, and sometimes they'll move you up into more management positions the longer you stay. 
And so if anyone is getting in, like if they're PCSing in and it's all a little overwhelming when you're first getting here, oh, yeah. are they able to make appointments with you and kind of have you coach them through some of this and show them oh, how to yes. find it? They can go ahead and give me a call, area code 912-435-9646 is the front desk, and they'd be able to patch you through to my office. What happens there, we'll make a one-on-one -on -one appointment, or you can actually join in one of the resume classes. That's not a problem. Either way, give me a call because that way I can help you through it. There's some spouses out there that say, well, I have no job experience. Being from a military spouse side, we all have that experience, whether we know it or not, that can be put on a resume. Wow. So for instance, if you are the one in the household, the spouses are the one in the household that handle the, the initial side of the PCS, packing everything for a PCS, taking care of the budget for the PCS, wrangling the children, the paperwork, the transcripts, transferring banks, anything like that handling the entire budget for the household buying buying groceries transferring the kids to schools appointments and so on getting stuff for their spouses you know extra uniforms it's all marketable skills which can be put on a resume and I'll actually show you how to do it too that's really great mm -hmm. look I'm missing some things on my resume I'm yeah. just saying <laughs> <laughs> that's really great information um and before we close out is there anything in particular you want to share with those in particular our spouses that are PCSing into Fort Stewart that are new to this process what you got for me here's the thing if you are PCSing to Fort Stewart or out processing or even going to any base whatsoever stop by your Army Community Services see what they offer if you are looking for employment assistance come by see me let me know I'd be happy to sit and help you work your resume and help you find a job. Wonderful. Em, thank you so much for your time. All right, Fort Stewart, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be back with somebody else from ACS. Hi, I'm Major Raquel Junta, Chief of Pharmacy at Wynn Army Community Hospital. On 11 June, we will be transitioning to a new medical health record system known as MHS Genesis. The pharmacy will also be transitioning. And this is expected to cause significant wait times, up to two to three hours. But to minimize that, we've authorized early refills for all medications with the exception of narcotics and controlled substances. We'll begin early refill processing starting on May 15th. Strongly encourage you to check out the Scripps Center. It's a great avenue to pick up your prescription refills without actually visiting the pharmacy. Also encourage TRICARE online. You can activate your prescriptions for pickup at any one of the pharmacies, but also at the Scripps Center. During this transition, I also recommend taking advantage of utilizing Express Scripts, which is prescription mail order. Thanks for your patience and support as we enter a new chapter. What is up, Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield? This is Jenny Walker, and I'm here with Renee McClinton. She's the installation volunteer coordinator, and we are talking about all the opportunities that are available, especially to our military spouses when you PCS into Fort Stewart. Renee, would you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your program? Hi, like Jenny said, I'm Renee McClinton. I'm the installation volunteer coordinator, so I cover Fort Stewart and Hunter. If you're interested in volunteering, we have well over 2,500 positions on the volunteer website, which falls under the Army Family Web Portal. Most people used to know it as Army One Source, but now we have a new site that we fall under, Army Family Web Portal. If you've had an account in Vemus before, which is the Volunteer Management Information System, you still have that account, so you don't have to create a new one. You can actually just transition your records from your old site to the new. If you're having problems with that, you can also contact me, and I can help you telephonically, virtually, or we can sit down side by side and make it happen. None of your volunteer information is lost from the past. 
So now, as far as our positions that we have, of course, about 85% of them are FRG positions or things within the command that are there to support the family readiness. The other ones are MWR, we have Youth Services, we have USO, we have Red Cross, of course, we have the hospital. There's a numbers of positions on there that a person can apply for. If you have any questions, issues, or concerns, like I say, just give me a call and we can talk about it and get you up and running as far as volunteer. So it has a lot of good points about it. One thing about Bemis and the volunteer system is that anything you do, you can put on that site that's volunteer related. When it comes time to create a resume and you're trying to figure out what it is that you've done, you can pull your Bemis up. It tracks everything you do as far as the date, the hours you put in, the agency, all that stuff is stored with you an electronic file that follows you wherever you go. So if you were to PCS from Fort Stewart, move on to another installation, whether it's Fort Bragg, Fort Hood, you just change your military community and your records will follow you electronically. And also for uh, our military personnel, I know a lot of you soldiers out there thinking that Vemus is now based on hours for the Movisum, which is the Military Outstanding Volunteer Medal. That is not the case anymore. It's changed. So now it's really about the impact of what you've done because your company commander is the first line of approval and your battalion commander is the overall approving authority for the orders to generate for that particular award. So it's not just a system that you can say, okay, well, I got to do this, so I got to do it. But Vemus is a system that also is designed to protect the volunteers. It protects not only the volunteers, it also protects the installation commander and the command and also the agency that the volunteer is volunteering for because once you're registered which is outlined in our regulation that governs it is uh, AR 608-1 and you're covered under title 10 so that's why we stress the importance of registering so that you are covered so if something happens while you're volunteering and someone gets hurt or you get hurt then again and legal's involved then legal is your representation okay so that's one of the reasons we stress registering in the system because you are covered like I said under title 10 now for agencies like USO uh, the Community Spouse Club, those are private organizations. We require you to register for them as well. Even though they're private organizations, they fall up under the garrison. So they are under USAG. And again, that agreement is in place and there's been a legal opine that's taken place. So that's another reason why if you are going to volunteers with those private organizations, you must be registered in Vemus. Again, because you're covered, because it falls under USAG. So like I said, if you have any questions um, about the system, the program, just give me a call. We can talk about it. If you're at home on your computer, I can talk you through it telephonically. You don't have to come in because I know sometimes if you got the kiddos at home, you don't want to pack up and bring the kids in with you or, you know, your baby's taking a nap. I can talk you through it over the phone and get you taken care of and get you registered. I know I said a lot, but that's really great information. <laughs> we really, I appreciate all of that. And I do have a question. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the importance of registering and correct me if I'm wrong, but on the flip side of that, it's also really, really great for the spouses that have to go from duty station to duty station. And sometimes we can't get employment immediately. Mm -hmm. But if you're volunteering during that time, that is resume gold. That is exactly. experience. And the good thing with that is like, you know, Jenny's saying, whatever you do as a volunteer, you put it on there, it tracks it for you. It gives the dates. It gives you the number of hours you have. Once you put that information in there, it doesn't change. So let's say if you're leaving Fort Stewart and you want to know what's at Fort Bragg or Fort Bliss or Hood, you can actually go into the opportunity section, change that installation to wherever you're going, and it will tell you some of the volunteer positions that are out there that you'll be able to see once you touch down. And also it will have the volunteer coordinator's name on that site so you'll be able to call them in advance and say, okay, hey, I'm PCSing here. I'd like to get involved with, you know, whatever 
volunteer position you all have and they will be able to talk to you or else link you up with who the actual coordinator is. Now, uh, one thing about it is, like I said, you have to change your military community. So when you get there, they'll be able to see everything you've done at your past assignment. I will no longer have access to your records because you're no longer under Fort Stewart's footprint. But if you're at Hunter, you would have to actually put Fort Stewart because the system is really designed for the installation that is considered the, you know, the major installation itself. So it would be under Fort Stewart. And even though we have positions for Hunter on there, Fort Stewart is actually still the installation that you have to put on your registration form. And we don't want to take those off once we delete some of this stuff then we can't recover it. So that's why we always tell people not to delete volunteer files. If you have an organization point of contact or OPOC, we tell them never to delete anything from that volunteer's folder because there is no button to recover. Okay, wow. so that's the one of the good things about it. It's like, okay, it follows you everywhere. Even if you all get out of the military and you're still close to a military installation, you don't have to close your account because it's not really designed for ID card holders. We have a lot of volunteers that are non-ID card holders, but they enjoy supporting our military community. So, but like Jenny said, hey, it's just so many positions out there where you can gain so much knowledge and skill sets to add to a resume. And like you said, you know, you can put that on your application when you apply for jobs. Because again, you know, volunteering, believe it or not, you can gain so much experience and walk into a position or a job based on your volunteerism kids as far as coaching your church girl scout boy scout and also both girl scout and boy scout is on there because guess what there's a legal opine in place for both because they used to meet on fort stewart years ago but that legal opine is still in place for girl scout boy scouts firsthand i know you can have all the education in the world if you don't have any experience you don't have any experience That's and true. they want someone that knows how to do the job yeah. so it's really a great idea especially for spouses i can't stress it enough go get registered meet up with your volunteer coordinator wherever you're at and if you're new to fort stewart come meet renee she's really great people and renee how do they contact you what's your phone number i can be contacted at 912-435-9633 or 9696 jenny mentioned something else about education if you are in school and you require internship Guess what? Coordinate with one of the agencies to get you an intern position if it's available. Uh, I know we have something in the legal field. We have something in engineering. We have different positions over at the hospital. So it really depends on what your major is and what you have because normally we can work something out with that agency to create a position for you if they're in the, the arena of being able to help you out with your intern. And that's I, great. Yeah. I did that mm -hmm. at Fort Riley. I, was, I did my practicum with New Parent Support. Okay. See? So, so it works. I'm here to tell you firsthand experience, it works. All right, Miss Renee, is there any last thing you want anyone to know? Just come on out. We need volunteers. If you go on the Fort Stewart webpage and if you go under there, you'll see our Uncle Sam logo said, we want you to volunteer. And we've got about 12 positions on there, which will immediately come to my desk. And these are quick fill positions where we kind of needed people at the time when COVID was real hot and heavy. But now we still have those positions up there because they're still looking for volunteers to come in and help out. So we do have some positions on Team Stewart homepage under ACS, under the volunteer tab. You'll see that link. And like I said, there's about 12 positions. You can fill out the information on there. I will get that directly to my desktop and I will either send you an email, contact you, but also forward it to the agency that's requesting a volunteer. So to help you get placed a lot faster. All right. That is really great information. Thank you so much for your time, Ms. Renee. All right, Fort Stewart, this is Jenny signing off.